Everybody good? Everybody? Making eye contact? Everybody good? All right. It's going to be a good time. Lynn, listen, I, my wife and I, uh, we've had a uh, trip this week, a couple different things going on, and uh, we hated to miss last Sunday uh, the launch of our new series, Essentials. Pastor John, I know, has been fired up in his heart, stirred about some great things, and so uh, we are excited to be a part of this week, continuing that series on called The Essentials, and uh, there are things you need for the journey. Amen? My wife and I are uh, going on a, a cruise this summer. Uh, with the pastors, and we're going to go hang out and have a good time. And uh, how many know right now, a month out, you got to start getting some essentials together. You got to pace out your budget. You know what I'm saying? Can't get it all at one time. That that Target trip will kill your budget. (laughs) My goodness. I'm telling you, it's like right before you start that trip packing, you know, you realize, oh, no, I didn't get sunscreen. That's my budget right there, sunscreen. How many know I need, I should roll my sleeves up to illustrate this, this part. Yeah, okay, all right. Because if you, can see my, if you can see my legs, you know, yeah, that brother needs some sunscreen. He needs a screen, period. He needs an umbrella. And so when it starts to pack, when you realize you're going on a trip, there's certain things you got to have. There are certain things you want on your trip with you. And I want to tell you, life is a journey. There are see, Every season presents its presents new list of items you need, excuse me, a new items, new packing list, if you will. Some things you keep with you there. My wife and I travel on a regular basis, and so there's some things that never leave my suitcase. Give away some of my secrets right now. There are certain things when I unpack, I just leave that in there and say, I'll need you next time. And I just throw the, throw the suitcase in the closet. It's got some of those certain things. And so life is the same way. Every season that changes, everything that happens in our life, there are certain things we want to keep with us at all times. And that's what we're talking about during this series are those essentials, what you want with, with you anywhere you go, any, any life experience, any journey, any travels, any place God wants to take you, you need these things. So this week we're going to talk about a new essential, and that is peace, the peace of God in your life. How many ever needed a little peace? Yes, I've needed a lot of peace a lot of different times. So thank you, Pastor John, for letting us speak today. We love you, and we are praying with Pastor Kristen. We are standing and believing. Amen. So let's talk a little bit about peace because peace is something, it's a, it should be a priority when we're packing. It should be one of the things that we want with us anywhere we go. And peace isn't, here's the deal, you can have peace and it not be, well, let me say it back like this. Just for me, peace used to be a thing that I would have to go get. I would have to go find. Let me go find peace. And I still say that sometimes to people say, you can find some peace. But what I found is finding peace is finding a place in our hearts, in our life. It's not so much a thing, it's a place. Peace is a destination that we arrive to in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. And it's a place we can live. We can set up a tent, camp out, and stay there hopefully a really long time. Peace is a place. And you've got to make sure in your, we, we have to prioritize in our life. If we're going to take peace with us, we've got to find peace in our life. We've got to find peace with where we are. We've got to find peace with God, with our relationships, with our circumstances. When we find a place of peace, everything begins to make a little more sense. There's a stability that comes when we find peace. Because if you're living in peace, you make better decisions. You make a lot better decisions when you're, making, when you're in peace. 
peace is a solution for us in so many ways. I want to tell you, when I'm, when I'm looking for peace, when I'm on my way somewhere, let's talk about the journey a minute. When I'm going somewhere in my life, I make much better decisions when I'm in peace. I don't make good decisions when I'm anxious. I don't make good decisions when I'm giving in to anxiety and worries and fears. You don't make good decisions there. And God's best for your life. Pastor John talked about last night, uh, last week, is that this series about finding God's best and keeping God's best for your life. Listen, operating from a place of peace is God's best for your life. And if we're letting our emotions and we're letting fears drive our decisions, it's not God's best for our life. If we're allowing the, the worry of someone else's decisions, the worry of the, what's going on around us to control our own decisions, we've, we've put peace. We're not in a place of peace. We're living in fear. We're living in anxiety. We're living in worry. We're living in stress. Don't get too quiet on me now. Did you notice I said in fear, in worry, in anxiety? We want to live in peace. We live in peace. Peace isn't the absence of problems. Peace is the presence of a sense of strength and faith amidst any problem. I, I want to tell you, when I learned that I could have peace, even with problems, game changer for me changed everything for me. When I realized I could be in a place of peace and still, I mean, be in problems and still have peace, I, I knew life was going to be a lot better for me because I, I grew up with a natural worrier in my life. I, so I was taught really well how to worry. I didn't ever, this never has been a problem for me <laughs> to worry. If anybody needs a little help, call me. I will find a way for you to worry, trust me. But when I, <laughs> oh, man, that's what, when your friends, your pastor, and you know too much about each other, it's just fun. It's just too much. But living in a place of peace allows you to, to, for your life to be so much better, it allows your decisions to be stronger, allows your sense of stability. I said those words a minute ago, stability and strength and, and faith. That's the place we want to operate. That's God's best. And so if we're going to operate from a place of faith and not fear, a place of strength and not weakness. We've got to live in peace in our life. Philippians 4, 7 says this, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This peace, the peace that God gives, it's bigger than any understanding. It passes. Another, I, I, I love this translation. It says, the peace of God, which passes all understanding. It's like my understanding ends right here. Well, his peace keeps on going, amen? Even when I don't understand what's going on or how it's going to come together, his peace keeps on going, amen? And it's bigger than anything that would come against me. His peace is huge in my life. In fact, it's beyond what I can even understand. How can I be in the middle of this trial? How can I have this going on around me and still be okay with it? God's peace passes all understanding. It transcends our understanding. And here's the good part, is that not only when we get in Christ, get in his peace, it also guards our hearts and our minds. It guards our hearts and our minds from the things we don't understand, the things that we can't control, the things I want to control, but I have no power over. Whoa. Man. I feel like Jesus is talking to us today. I'm trying to pace myself a little bit, trying to... 
I'm fired up though. All right? Let's go together. Let's go together. We're on a journey. God wants to, God wants to give you a peace that protects your heart, that protects your mind from the things going on around you. Some of you are right now, we, as I used to say growing up, slap dab in the middle of some really big situation. Some of you have got little things that keep nagging at you, and you, it's just stealing your peace, stealing your joy. I want to tell you today, God wants to give you a peace that will guard your heart and guard your mind for those things. It's bigger than what? Guard you from what? Glad you asked. Let's talk about it. I want to give you a story to talk from, to apply to our lives, to lay over what we're going through in your world. Let's talk about it. Mark chapter 4. You ready? Mark chapter 4. This is a great story. I love this story. And, and we're going to talk a little bit from it in relationship to our peace and the place God wants us to live. Mark chapter 4 says this, verse 36 that we're going to pick up. should be on the screens if you need that. Now when they had left the multitudes, this is Jesus and his disciples on a boat. They took him along in the boat as he was. And the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. A storm blew up. And the waves beat into the boat. And so that, excuse me, I'm going to start that over. Here we go. You ready? And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. The water was coming into the boat. But verse 38, but when he was in the stern asleep, but he was in the stern asleep, Jesus like, what storm? He was asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing, that we're going to die? Do you know it's coming to an end? And you're sleeping. Verse 39, he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. (sighs) That just feels good. Peace, be still. Another translation says silence, quiet, be still, stop moving. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said, peace, be still. The wind ceased and there was a great calm. Verse 40, and he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? I want to talk to you just for a second about a storm. Because storms just seem to come out of nowhere sometimes. My goodness, they were just a happy little boat ride. This was a good journey, Jesus, until the winds blew up a storm. Anybody ever been through a storm? You saw somebody's face? Is their nickname Storm? I've been through people storms. (laughs) I've been through my own bad decision storms. I've been through financial storms. I have been through emotional storms. I have been through a storm. I didn't even know what to call it. I just screamed a little bit. Ah! I just knew the water was getting in the boat, and I just had to call on Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Just a storm. And I want to tell you, you need to know that the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. You don't have to be living right or living wrong. Storms are going to happen. It's life. Life happens. You need to hashtag it in your, in your notes. Life to, hashtag life happens, all right? It just happens. Rain comes. Storms are going to happen. And you need to know the difference, the distinction we have is we have the opportunity to have peace even in a storm. That we can have something that holds us steady, holds us strong, holds us stable even in a storm. And I want to tell you, if you're not in a storm, there's going to be a storm. You've either come out of a storm or you're getting ready to go into a storm. There's little storms. I don't want this hitting a, uh, a gloomy message. I don't want to tell you. It's just life message, all right? It's just true. Storms happen. Things happen. Listen, your storm could be 
an emotional decision you make on the way home. Could be someone who makes an emotional decision against you on the way home. It's, a, it's just about how we handle issues in life, storms. And here's what happened to these disciples. When this storm came up, this is, was their reaction. They began to get all caught up into the emotion of what was going on around them. They're just like the rest of us. They just, just realize, whoa, what's going on here? It's the, the waves and the winds. We were just going to the other side, and Jesus was sleeping, and here it is. And they get, began to get all stirred up, and their emotions began to feed the out-of-control storm. I want to tell you the only way I can think about in my life that I make a bad situation worse is when I get emotionally out of whack. When I get emotionally distraught, when I stretch myself out, when I get short-tempered, when I get frustrated, when I get impatient, when I get stirred in my emotions easily, it makes bad things really worse for me. And so that's why this peace thing is so key. This is why it's an essential. That's why the Bible says, let the peace of God rule your heart. Because the ruler dictates how you make decisions. And if peace is ruling your heart, you make good godly decisions. And that's why as the disciples, they began to, the storm began to rage and the winds were crashing against the boat. They said, ah, not like that really, but I'm just kind of, you know. And then the, the waves kept crashing and then the, the water, the Bible says that the water, not only was it hitting the boat, rocking the boat, but then it began to fill the boat. And then when they emotionally let the storm touch their heart, that's when things got bad because it, the storm no longer was coming against them, the storm had gotten inside of them. That's when things began to shift negatively for all of us. I want to tell you, any time that I've come through a storm well, I haven't let the storm get inside of me. And I want to tell you, that's why peace is such an important guard for our heart. It's because if we're staying at a place of peace, we don't let the storm in us. Even the, the water can even get up in our world, in our boat. Listen, it's different when the, when the wind and the wave is crashing against a neighbor's house. God bless it. Praying for you. God's got this, man. But when the water gets in your boat, the steady becomes a little unstable, right? But I want to tell you, if we live in a place of peace, it's a sense of security. The water, you can have water up to your ankles and still say, God's got the wheat. We're going to be okay, baby. We got this. Peace. We're going to make good decisions. They, the Bible didn't say they, they got cups and buckets and started getting the water out. They got emotionally strung out. So much so that it began to control their decisions. They, did, they weren't thinking rationally. They weren't thinking logically even. They were going cray-cray, if you will. It's in, it's in the Webster Dictionary somewhere. They got crazy because they were allowing the emotions of what was going on around them to control their decisions so much so that they rushed the stern of the boat to wake Jesus up. They asked Jesus their very first question. This is how you know they were letting the storm inside them. They weren't thinking straight. They went to the peace and said, Peace, do you want us to die? That's what they said. Verse 38, they said, Look, teacher, do you, not, do you realize we're dying out here? They were not thinking straight. They were allowing the emotions of what was going on around them to control their life. We've got to let peace guard our hearts. We've got to let peace guard our emotions. Listen, we can still be in a storm and have peace. 
Good decisions aren't made in a state of emotional rage or peaks. They're, le- they're in a place of peace. Losing peace, we make bad worse. When they woke Jesus up, the very first thing Jesus did was he got up and he went out to the storm. Can you imagine what this story would have been like if they woke Jesus up and they said, we're going to die. Do you not see the water in here? And Jesus said, ah, oh my gosh, there, you're right, there's water in here. Then they would have said, ah, he's scared too. <laughs> you know, what that chaos, what it would have fed in them. But Jesus knew if he was going to address them first, there had to be peace. Because they were already in an emotional state where they couldn't receive peace. They couldn't hear his voice. They couldn't hear his instructions because they were too emotionally strung out. They were in worry and fear and anxiety, and, and they were, they, they had, there was no sense of control or stability in their, their life at that moment. So Jesus literally stood up, and he went to the storm, and he said, Peace be still. He created peace in the scenario. He created a calm. And in that moment, that's when he began to speak to his disciples. I want to tell you, if you're going to hear clearly from God, you've got to be in a place of peace. God wants to lead your life. He wants to instruct your life. He's got good plans for your life. We talk about it a lot here at your church, our church. The plans of God, God's best for your life, and God's best starts with being at a place of peace so you can hear his voice. You can be led by his spirit. He can give you instructions and you obey. You can't say yes to something you can't hear. Can you imagine Jesus trying to do, because Jesus was from a place of peace. He lived in peace. He was the prince of peace. It's who he was. Can you imagine him saying, listen, okay, and they're, they're you're shaking him. You're, we're going to die. And Jesus like, okay, well, um, so all right, where's your faith? Can you imagine what that would have tried to have been like talking to them? What that interaction would have Faith, what do you mean faith? I'm in fear. We're all dying. There's water. You're wet. I'm wet. It's like we're going to die. They were all out of sorts. There was no sense of stability, no sense of control of what was going on, and they allowed it in their heart, and it was causing them to question the one thing that could give them the answer. And I want to tell you, if Jesus is going to speak into your storm, you've got to be at a place of peace. There are things you've been asking in your storm, but you haven't been able to hear. I want to tell you, Jesus is speaking. Jesus wants you to win. He wants his best for you. He wants, this, he wants calm and peace in your life. There's nothing more uh, challenging to my heart to know that Jesus could be speaking to me and I can't hear because I'm not in a place of peace. Not in a place of peace. When they woke him up, Jesus created a sense of peace before he spoke anything to him. The greatest component to our peace is trusting Jesus. Listen, they had peace on the boat. They had Jesus with them, and they did not trust him enough to even be at peace. They could have said, listen, well, I don't know about them other boats back there. Because remember the, Seth, the, the scripture we just read said there was other boats following them. I don't know about those other boats, but Jesus is on my boat. We got this. How y'all doing? Hold on. Hold on. Jesus on my boat. That's a good place to be. But they didn't trust the fact that Jesus being on their boat was enough. I want to tell you, peace starts with trusting Jesus. 
peace starts with trusting Jesus. When Jesus is on board, when Jesus is in your life, when you're in Christ, you've got to trust Jesus. It's the genesis of peace. It's where it all begins is a trust and a faith in our heart. Because there are storms, there are things we don't understand, but it starts with trust, a lot, trust with a life, sharing a life verse with you right now. Proverbs 3, 5 says this. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. That's where peace begins. Trusting Jesus. Because I, can, I, don't know, I don't know every one of your circumstances, but I can tell you right now, there are some things you've been trying to figure out. And when you try to figure them out, you frustrate yourself because your understanding only goes so far. There's only a certain place where you can understand. That's why we've got to trust Jesus. That's why we need his peace because it transcends our own understanding. And when we get to the place where we no longer understand how that's going to work out, what's going to happen, what it's going to look like, Romans 8.28 says, and we know. And we trust all things are going to work together for good. And we believe all things are going to work together for good. We've got to know that in our heart that Jesus is in control. And if he's on board, everything's going to be all right. That's a place of peace. That's where we've got to live our life. That's where we've got to park our boat. We've got to say, Jesus is in control. That's why we don't lean on our own understanding. Because his peace is bigger than that. When we stop at our own understanding, we're, not, we're, we're limiting peace. We're not allowing peace to rule our heart. We've got to trust. Here's what happens. Trusting takes the striving out of our understanding. Sometimes I have worked so hard. I have exhausted myself trying to figure something out, trying to understand. How could this happen and that happen? And it's still be a good situation for my life. No, that doesn't add up, Jesus. And it creates this striving in me, this, this work in me that's trying to, this frustration that's trying to figure it all out. And I'm, I'm trying to add one plus one equals two, right? One bad thing and this bad thing equals a disaster. That's how I understand things to be. But in my life, what I've seen a pattern is, is, okay, this bad thing happens, God, I trust you. I don't understand. Plus this bad thing, God, this is, whoa, this is blue. I, I don't even know. I can't go there right now. I don't even understand how that could happen, how this is going to come together. Plus that bad thing equals God's perfect plan coming together in my life. I trusted him. It, took, it's, it takes the striving out of life when you trust Jesus. It puts us in a place of peace where we allow, okay, it doesn't mean we don't do anything. It means we operate from that place of peace. I'm not going to make a decision out of fear. I'm out of peace. I'm trusting God. I'm not going to make a decision out of anxiety and worry. Nope, I'm going to be at a place of peace because I know God's got my best in mind. And if I let his peace rule my heart, if I stay in Christ Jesus, he's going to work all this together for my good. It's a place of peace we're operating for. God, listen, God wants to take you through whatever you're going, whatever you're going through. Don't stop there. If you lose peace, you may park in that place right there. You want to make sure you're hearing clearly from God. Listen, God wants to take you through. He wants to take you to a place that may be even bigger than your understanding. That's why I love the next part. The next verse in this, in this chapter of Proverbs 3, 6, then says, 
Seek his will in all you do. Look for God in whatever you are doing right now. Trust him. Don't try to understand it, but look for him. Because somewhere he's close. He may be, he may be propped up on the pillow because he's a, it's all good to him. But you need to find him. You need to find him. And wherever you are right now, whatever's going on in your world, find him. And then he's going to show you the path to take. Seek his will. He directs your life. Look for him where you are. Listen, you can see him so much better when you're in peace. Oh, man, I can't tell you. I've, I have frantically tried to find Jesus before. Some, some seasons more recent than others. <laughs> and I want to tell you, I have never been able to see straight when I'm frustrated, when I'm not in a place of peace. I can't see clearly. I can't focus. I can't hear well if I'm not trusting him. You've got to make sure you know that God wants you to get where you're going. He doesn't want you to miss the mark. I remember a season, man, this has been, it could have been 15 years ago or so. I remember calling Pastor John on a, in a seasonal transition in my life, and, and uh, I was trying to figure out some decisions. I had some opportunities, and uh, some opportunities I wanted I didn't have, and I was just praying through all of this, and I just, honestly, I was, I was the antithesis of what I'm talking about right now. I was not in a place of peace. I was just all out of whack, all out of sorts, trying to figure some things out. And I remember calling Pastor John, and I said, man, I just, I need to talk through this. What's going on? I said, I'm praying. I'm looking for God. I'm trying to show him, and I'm trying to seek him. I want him to show me which decisions to make and which steps to take. And I just need to hear clearly. I don't know what's going on. I feels like everywhere I look. And he said, look, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, let me just say this one thing. Oh, no, here's what I said. I said, I, I, want, I'm, I want to trust God. I want his best for my life. I want the will of God. Well, then he said, well, then you're going to get it. Well, uh, well, I don't feel like I am. And he said, listen, God's not trying to trick you. If you're seeking the will of God, you're going to find the will of God. If you're seeking him, he's he's going to make sure you find him. If you're trusting him, he's not going to let you down. And so I want to tell you right now, listen, that's where it starts. You've got to seek, you've got to trust, you've got to seek his direction in your life. Be at peace with where you are right now. Keep a pace of peace in your life. I'm going to keep making decisions at the level of peace I'm at right now. I'm not, if, I start, if I think about that decision, man, that, that gets a little bit beyond what I feel peace about right now. Then I'm going to come right back a step here. I'm going to make this kind of decision right here. That's where I feel peace. And you got to, let, you got to trust him that he's preparing the steps of peace, the path of peace for your life, but you got to trust him. And if, you don't make, if you're worrying about every decision, if you're worrying about what's five decisions ahead, you're going to lose peace really fast. I want to tell you, you still may get there, but the journey sure is not going to be what it could have been. If I'm going from here to Knoxville, if God says, go to Knoxville, and I'm not saying God said this to anybody, trust me. You volunteers, I know what you started thinking. You saw orange all over that, didn't you? And he says, go to Knoxville, and I, I say, okay, here I go. I'll get in my car, and I start going, and, and I get a mile down the road, and I start thinking, what if a bridge is out? Oh, my God, I know there's probably a pothole, Lord. You sure you would call me this direction? I get to the first big curve. I'm like, I start slowing down. I don't know what's around that curve. Oh, my gosh. 
right? I want you to go in this direction in your life, but God, I don't know how that's going to work out. You said you're going to provide. I don't see any provision in that. Right? I'm talking real life. Listen, I want to tell you, peace is a part of the journey. We're talking about the essentials for the journey. You may still get where you're going, but you'll be a nervous wreck when you get there. Nobody will want to see you. Yeah, could you go back to Nashville? Knoxville was much better without you. Go on home. Yeah, shoe, shoe fly. Worrying me to death over that nervous wreck. Right? God doesn't want you just to get there. He wants you to get there in peace. He wants you to enjoy the process. If If it was always just about where you're going, he could just pick you up, put you there. But it's really about the mile markers that you're going to have to click off on the way from here to there. And he wants you to learn to trust him. He wants you to learn. Listen, you're driving down the road in your car. He's in an airplane going, oh, yeah, I see you. You're worrying about that curve, and he's like, ain't no cars for miles ahead. He's watching you. He's like doing circles over your life. Oh, yeah, keep going. And that's the place of peace. Listen, that's why you got to stay at peace because he's got a direct line to you. He can see what's ahead. And if you need to know something, he's going to tell you. And you got to trust him. If he hasn't said it, then it's still safe. It's still all good. You got to trust Jesus. You got to trust him. If you're going to have any storm in your life, if you're going to make it through any kind of circumstance that we can't control. We've got to hear clearly from God. We've got to trust Him. We've got to be from a, in a place of peace. Because I want to venture to tell you today that God wants to teach you something. God wants to show you something about Himself right now where you are. God wants to give you peace when it doesn't make sense to have peace right now. Just as He asked His disciples who did not have peace. He said, where's your faith? You don't have faith yet? Have I not shown you what I can do? If I haven't shown you, you ain't heard. It's how I do. I take care of you. I protect you. I've got you. Don't let the storm inside of you. Let peace rule your heart. Don't let these circumstances get in your head. No, no, no. I got you. Trust me. Be at peace in your heart. The journey has only begun. You got to get peace. Here's, here's, a, here's a good key for your life. You got to get peace what's going on with you right now if you're going to get where you're going next. You can't let the storm drive your decisions. You can't let the storm. You got to get peace about right where you are. You got to accept some things in your life. Okay, I've made this decision. Wow, I may have to walk this out a little bit, but I'm going to be at peace. I didn't make that decision. I should have. I have to walk this out, but I'm going to stay in peace. I'm not, two wrongs don't make a right. I'm not going to let fear. I'm not going to let doubt. I'm not going to let discouragement make my next decision. I'm going to let peace make my next decision. You start stringing some peace decisions together. You wake up one day and you realize, wow, this thing's coming together. God's in control. My life is in peace. I'm living in peace. This is the place God wanted me to live right here. 
the journey is all good. I'm closing. John 14, 27 says this, peace, Jesus is what Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. My peace I give you. I do not give you, give, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He's connecting his peace to not being troubled, to being in faith. He's connecting his peace to your heart and your life. I want to tell you today, there's no doubt in my mind God wants to bring peace to some of your hearts. You've been troubled. You've tried to be faithful. You've been faithless. But I want to tell you, it starts with trusting Jesus today. Allow him to give you the direction in your life. Don't try to understand it. Don't try to put it together. Listen, you've got all these pieces, and and you're trying to fit this puzzle pieces together. God's got the box top. He's looking at the picture, and he says, oh, yeah, 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 I know where that goes. Don't you worry about it. I got it. God, I don't understand how this is going to fit together with you, what you said I would do, you would do, what I said I wanted to do, what just happened. I don't see. I got this. Let peace rule your heart. I got peace for you. Trust me. Jesus is on board. There's safety. There's stability. Amen. God wants to give you peace right where you are. If you receive that, can we thank God today for his word? Come on. I want to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to believe God right now. Let me stir your faith. I have faith with you in this moment right now to believe God to do something very peaceful in your heart and peaceful in your life. And if you'll connect your faith with mine together right now, the Bible just says that two or three, all we have to do is agree. If we can bind our faith together, we believe he can do it right now. I'm believing God to give you peace in your home, on your job, in your personal spirit. There's some things in your soul been stirring over right now. I'm going to believe God to give you some peace about that. Some of you, I said that word stability. It brought a sense of peace to you. You, you. Things have been out of control. You feel all out of whack. God wants to give you some stability today. He wants to start with peace right now in this moment. Won't you pray with me as I lead us during this prayer? And as I'm praying, I want you to use your words. Father, yes, that's my moment. That, this is me. I'm believing. Let's pray. Father, I thank you right now that you're the God of our lives. You're the God of every area of our lives. You want your best for every part of our life. And Father, we know, as we've just heard in your word, that it starts with trusting you. So God, we just release control into your hands. Father, the areas we've tried to work out, we've tried to manipulate, we've tried to pull together on our own. Father, the pieces that we've tried to make fit, God, we just give it all to you. We just shove it across the table and say, Father, it's all in your hands right now. Have your way. We trust you with our whole heart. We trust you with our life. We're not going to depend on our understanding now. God, we understand one thing, that you're in complete control and you want the very best for us. So we give it all to you, God. We give the turmoil to you. We give the confusion to you. You're not the author of it anyway, Father. We only want what you want for our life, God. Lord, we pray right now against bad decisions, God, and anxiety and fear and worry, God, and doubt and, and confusion and depression. God, we pray right now, Lord, your spirit would move into our hearts and give us peace. 
give us peace. We speak to the storms right now. Peace be still. Silence. We silence the storms. We tune our ear no longer to the sound of the wind, to the sound of the waves. We tune our ear to Jesus. We tune our ear to the Prince of Peace. Father, thank you that you see the beginning and the end. God, lead our steps. Direct our path. Give us wisdom in these decisions. Lord, we pray right now that your peace would rule our hearts. Father, we receive peace in this place right now. We receive peace. Here it is. Just receive it. The peace of Jesus in our hearts. God, thank you. Thank you. That's gone. Thank you, God. God, that when your peace comes, discontent leaves, discouragement leaves, confusion leaves, peace comes right now. Holy Spirit, give us peace. We receive you right now in the name of Jesus. We receive peace. Peace, 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 peace. Be still in our hearts. Calm our hearts. Calm our souls right now. Peace. Let the voice of God calm our hearts, our minds right now in the name of Jesus. God, from this day forward, let your peace guard us. Let your peace guard our hearts and our minds. In the name of Jesus.